0: What is going on, you guys? Welcome back to the Legally Rich podcast. It's your host Victoria and, and I'm the co-host Cammy. What's up, Cami Wilson? And we have our special guest today. So low, so low, low. Why did I do the <laughs> introduction like someone coming on stage? I don't know. Our special guest. So, what's going on, y'all?
1: Chilling, chilling, chilling. Just getting it. Just getting it. That's it. Today
0: was a mess. We're super late so if we do kinda of rush, it's not our fault. He was like We're every going to every day,
2: every day you late. Like. He
1: show up is late. Like every day. Every day. And it's always some weird excuse, like, oh yeah, you know, a giraffe was crossing the street on the way to the gym. You know, my baby started walking this morning, you know. She cooked she fixed her own breakfast and brought me some. Like what's oh my the first God.
0: Yeah. Solo is my trainer. I've been training with him for I don't even know how long now.
1: Maybe like, maybe half two years. Something like that. What? A year
0: and a half, two years. No, longer. It's been like f- three years. Two, two years, two. No, I had a baby two years ago. Golly. three years. Wait, is my baby, twenty twenty or twenty twenty one? No, you, you now she's twenty twenty one. So we we go way back, right? Um. But you sometimes in your training, you be. I feel like you'd be trying to work me too hard. <laughs>
1: I don't think I try to work you too hard. I just think I believe in you more than
0: you do. Hey, yo, you do always tell me that. He, he's, he's like the trainer when like you need some motivation, he'll give it to you. You know.
1: But it's tough though. It ain't no like yeah, like like, like she a Whole mom out here. Ain't no soft. See, motivated.
2: I don't know. I'm, I might fall out, cry, be all emotional.
0: I can't do it.
1: <laughs> she has, okay. and she has. And she, she has. has you, know? you have. Everybody yes. In the gym. Everybody. Everybody.
0: It's not easy. What? It's
2: I thought easy. I was, I'm, like, I'm abnormal job for, like, running the gym.
1: No, when I used that's to train
2: with Karan, I used to
0: cry. And I'd be like, Okay, fitness, well, I don't I, be, I like, don't I cry. be crying. I'm crying. I don't do all that. Yeah, that's a cry. <laughs> that's a cry. <crime. laughs> okay, so, so tell us about yourself a little bit. Like, kind of just give a little intro about uh, you. Oh,
1: you know, um, so I'm born and raised in uh, Louisiana. Moved to Houston, like, what, six years ago? Six or seven years ago. Um... Different opportunities, you know, different space, different growth, different places. Uh love meeting people. So in Louisiana it's a from a small town, so not that many people there. So when I got out and came to Houston, you know, I just love the bigness, I would say. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um different cultures, different Mm -hmm. styles, different ways to adapt to, um, many different ways to get rich.
0: I know. Houston is very different from a lot of places. It is.
1: It's it's stuck up and good at the same time, you know, it's Houston.
0: Yeah, yeah, it has has this little bougie-ness to Houston. But whenever people come here, they'll tell me about their hometown and like, if they live in Oklahoma or something, and they're like, the highways are not like this. Like, the people are not like this. I'm, I'm like, telling where the hell do you live at? I'm
1: telling you. I'm telling you. This dead. is like,
0: abnormal. W- this is like staying in Miami, though. Like, there's, really? there's like seven highways, like, going, like, all over the place. Like, that's not normal. True. See, I don't think not. I've ever been to actually, like, super small places. It's always, like, L.A., Miami, or you know? Yeah. So, I've never seen, like, how people who come from a very small town live.
1: So I've never really it, you know, we, we live like bosses, you know what I'm saying? But, but, you know, it's a small town, but it's more, I say it's more love in a small town than mm-hmm. the big city. So mm-hmm. it's, it's the, the way we grew up is a lot different than the way people grew up out here, you know what I'm saying? Like, we appreciate, like, the little bitty small things, you know? Like, I, on the way over here, I went to the wrong address, and the lady that came to the door just rude. She was like, uh, sir, this is 1980, blah, 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 whatever mm-hmm. street that was over there. Mm-hmm. But in Louisiana or smaller towns, it would be different, you know what I'm saying? They will take the time to... Help you find out where you're going. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Here it's a lot different. It's just like, boy, you're to move. So.
0: <laughs> move on. It's, it's like, fast. It's a big town. It. Fast. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, time is going, baby. They don't care we, about you, they just we, care we, about themselves. So, what made you get, how did you get into like training and all that? Like fitness?
1: So, um, came from an athletic background. My dad played ball. My mom was like a volleyball player slash track, stars, you know, six sisters on the ball. All my sisters played uh, sports. Um, so my dad was very major in basketball and a little bit of football mm-hmm. and a little bit of baseball. I fell in love with baseball, played all the other sports, and um, it just transferred over to when I came to Houston after the college run, the NFL thing. Um, when I moved to Houston, I was just like, let me keep the training going, but I needed some tough training now. Oh,
0: so you were going to college and get like trying against the NFL and stuff. Oh, yeah I made it, oh, up. Okay. Made oh, it okay, up. Okay. All I went
1: to, to the top I did you not know, really know that. You
0: didn't.
1: I you didn't. didn't. Just something I keep on the record.
0: Okay. You
1: no, know, so I uh, lived in California for a little bit So Oakland was the place that I wanted to play for. I wanted to play for the Raiders So did that for a year and a half tour ACL, LCL, and MCL and then <sighs> moved to Houston Oh
0: my god! God. No, so this is why I'm kind of scared to like have a son and put him in sports like that because I don't, I don't want him getting like hurt and it's it's dangerous.
1: But it builds, especially football. It builds a character though. So if he, if if you train him weak, he'll grow up weak. If you train him strong, he'll grow up strong. So so it just depends on how you, you know, bring him up.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you tore. And messed
1: so up you all was
2: that in the, shit. I don't even know what the, the Raiders. Raiders. said. He was who has ML? You was at the
1: Raiders yeah, yeah, for a year. Yeah, for a year Then
0: you tore all that. <laughs> then you came to Houston. Yeah, okay. I'm going
1: Houston. Yeah. Oh, don't wait. What the hell is the ML and ME? So ACL is Articulate <laughs> Cruciating Ligament, which is middle of the knee. Well, outside knee, medial, MCL, middle of the knee, and then your lateral collateral ligament, which is the lateral ligament in your knee. So your whole knee just get like.
0: Ooh.
1: Yeah. It was crazy.
0: So your whole knee was just like twisted, like turned? Like my,
1: like my foot came up toward my face. So my foot came Oh. my knee, like hyper-extended <sighs> and bent backwards. Oh,
2: that's, hell no. He's
1: the top of my quad to make my foot pop back down. So when it popped back down, it just swelled up in the back of my knee like an egg was back there. Oh,
0: so, my God. Why am I just thinking about like a skeleton and the leg doing all that's that? That's what it is. That's
1: exactly what it is. Because
0: I'm like, how does our body even just do that? And yeah.
1: you just... <laughs> It was wild. It was wild.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh in the my world? god! Okay, so you obviously couldn't play like ever again. No,
1: I actually finished the rest of the season. Um, I waited to have surgery, so that happened in what? August. What? Um, it's a different mindset. See, it happened in August. I ain't have. I didn't have surgery till December. I played the rest of the season on a torn ACL S and MCL, and um, you know it's hard to because I play running back, so it's hard to make cuts and stuff like that. So when you stick it in the ground, when you stick your foot in the ground, your knee actually gives and it opens up. So it's hard to cut back. But mentally I can do it. So I did it.
2: But how painful
1: it, it hurt it hurt. After every game, after every practice, I'm talking about an hour and a half, two hours in therapy, uh trying to rehab it the best that I could. Um and I mean it was just it was just literally Did they have
2: to shoot you with that pain? shot before I didn't the get
1: the cortisol I didn't get you the court I didn't she I want to feel it I want, yeah, it. I want yeah. to feel yeah. it I want to feel it I want to feel it you know I want to feel all of you
2: want to feel it all. yeah I know all of it because Quran had tore both of his groin like completely yeah. severed yeah and he played the whole season with it so I believe you when you yeah. say you played it's the whole because Frank's over uncomfortable. here like it's
1: uncomfortable. Yeah. but it's just how bad you want it <laughs> though.
2: Is like, yeah true
1: literally but a lot of people get out of the league and you know a lot of players They go into depression and stuff like that because Mm -hmm. natural life don't match NFL life. So you got to find a way to make it. So that's when fitness came through. And um,
0: so, what advice can you like give to maybe uh, boys, I guess, who are thinking like NFL, NFL, and then they go or they don't go, and then something happens and now they're like depressed.
1: Uh, I would tell them build them first before they even think about going to the NFL. Before they think about you know anything um, to the highest level that they want to go, I would say build themselves first because you can make it there and not build yourself. And then when something happens, they're saying you know you're addicted to drugs, you're stuck on side the road or something like that. But if you build your character first, can nobody take your character away from you? So the league is just a league, you know what I'm saying? I
0: mean, That's like just something extra. Like yeah, if it happens, it happens.
1: Exactly. Life is different. Yeah. You know. So if you value life. It's way more, way more important.
0: Yeah. And did you, and sometimes you shouldn't put all your eggs in one basket. Like, kind never of always, did. did you? You never, never did that, did. right? Yeah. I didn't
1: really care for the, I didn't really care to play football. It was just something I got uh, scholarships in. I want to mm-hmm. play baseball, you know, mm-hmm. baseball guy. So, you know.
0: Okay. So then what, how, so you got into just fitness because you were already like, I played in the NFL, like workout. I'm all about it. Let's go. Fitness. Yeah. Trainer. What's yeah.
1: up? That's it. That's it. You know, um, uh, I have a trainer to this day named Courtney Brooks. Shout out to Courtney. Um, same train I've had since I moved to Houston. He is a ex NFL player, entire facility is nothing but NFL athletes, but is dealing with people who don't make who not don't make it, but it's dealing with the people who've either retired from the league or are still in the league or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they, they train and coach the number one athletes across the world. Wow. Like like every, like I'm not joking. If it's like the owner of the gym has like three or four sons, they're the mm-hmm. fastest kids in the world like literally the fastest kids in the world. Wait,
0: where is this place at? In Northside, North Houston, north oh, okay. yeah.
1: So um, it's it's unreal. And so when you go in there, it's a different environment. It's every, like even if you failed in life or whatever the case may be, not necessarily failed, but like if you're not where you want to be in life, it's a different coaching technique, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it's all about building people up, not tearing them down. So something I've always wanted to be into and do, I just ran with it.
0: So she was your trainer and that's how you started. He, was my
1: trainer. he yeah. oh sorry I thought he you looked like LeBron James. I was like Look just
0: like Courtney. LeBron. Courtney Courtney is yeah. the guy. I know, I'm being okay. like um biased. Like I thought that was a girl.
1: No, nah, it's <laughs> a guy, it's a guy, it's a guy, yeah.
0: Okay, and then you got with level one.
1: Uh, that's where you started? No, I started um
0: Also what? if y'all need a trainer, hit him up. <laughs> level one fitness. Yeah. By two eighty
1: eight. Yeah. <laughs> Claymore Street, you know. <laughs> no, I started in um I started on the north side.
0: Because obviously Love you me. started a little bit smaller, you know, because now you like, at the gym, got all these clients. Like some I started people, like, big. Oh, okay, because some people smaller. who are starting off with training, you know, you have to build your clientele and stuff like that. Yeah. You're not just going to... Yeah.
1: You know, it, it just depending on your character and who you are. Um, a lot of people are scared when starting anything new in life, so they, like, try to tiptoe into something. Right. And I feel like if you're shining and showing who you truly are on a daily basis, people are automatically drawn to it. So whatever profession you go into... No matter what, you're gonna start off on the top regardless. So, all that, you know, you gotta crawl before you walk. I don't really believe in all that, you know what I'm saying? If you gonna walk first, what, what if my path is to walk first, you know what I'm saying? saying? So, it's, it's different, you know. So. That's how I go. It's real life. Leave that in there. Don't take it. No, it's real life. We got re- phone. we got real. Phones.
0: Frank Frank's phone is going off and shit, messing up the podcast.
1: It's Apple. Shout out to Frank. No, never
0: done that. Is it
1: an Android or Apple? An Android oh man! Oh, don't say that. Just, it wasn't an Android, people. It was not an Android. <laughs> I'm just
0: amazed. <laughs> just, I'm just listening, just amazed at his. We have amazed. like a really like good story though.
2: Like it's, o- whole, it's okay. Like, it
1: could have been better. So been I
2: heard better. you say something about you have a daughter. I do. Okay, so how do you how do you deal with having a child and then being a trainer and And your you're a good dad. Like he is a good dad. I'm an okay dad.
1: I can no, always I like be better. Really I can always dad. be better. I always be better. You know, it's a little bit of minor things like that your make your daughter
0: me... loves you, she just That's my baby. <laughs> She's how old is she?
1: She'll she'll be seven this Thursday.
0: Oh <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah. But um being a trainer, having a daughter and being a dad, you know, um, it's, it's tough and challenging, but my daughter thinks I'm Superman. So, she
0: really does. So
1: it's hard to oh. not show up and do something for her yeah. because she thinks I'm Superman. So yeah. I would rather never let her know that I'm not Superman, and no yeah. matter at any cost, she going to see that dad is Superman. So I just got to do it. But you got a lot of dads out there that don't want to do not realizing that that child's the biggest blessing. You know what I'm saying? So... my a mixed daughter.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She, she is. Your daughter know, is mixed. Yeah. So she's, she's mixed. In,
1: so it's two different worlds. You know what I'm saying? Her mom's from Minnesota, mm-hmm. and I'm from the South. Right. So in Minnesota, there's not many black people. So for one, that's a huge, huge, huge change. Mm-hmm. So does uh, her mom live here in Houston? Oh, Okay, yeah, that's
0: yeah, good. So you're not with the mom. So how do... She's an amazing
1: mom. No, yeah, yeah, she, yeah just she's so, you know, amazing amazing, 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 amazing. But
0: the way you guys co-parent is really good.
1: Yeah, she's she, 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 she she's super her, she's super strong. She's I, I kid you not her mom is smart. She's well educated. She's um she's a planner. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not a planner. So I go I just go. Her mom's a planner. So when we were talking, we had to make that work because I don't like to like a like we went on a date night or whatever. I can't plan a date night. I can just show up to the place and however the night go, it's just gonna go. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she'd be like,
0: "Why you don't plan nothing?" Why? Or like,
1: you guys would get into arguments because? No, 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 argu- no, no, no. I won't do the argument oh, thing. No, oh no no no, oh okay, no, 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 okay, no, 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 no. That's that's too much. That's another level. Um,
0: <laughs> so when you guys would show up,
1: what? So if I like, I love surprise, like random surprises. Mm-hmm. Not really surprises. Like if I'm at the house or get off work late or whatever the case may be, and um. I just on my way home. You like, let's just go out tonight. So it's not a.
2: You're spontaneous.
1: Yes, and okay. I'm from the country, so it's like a, you know, like a Jason Aldean type thing. You know, so <laughs> so, so, yeah, and I mean. I feel
2: like she, I'm very spontaneous. Yeah. yeah, like I don't really. I'm just like, let's do it. Yeah, let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: forget the plans.
0: Oh my God! I just told somebody that the other day. I was Tell like, you. he was he was telling me something about how other people were telling him stuff. And I was like, look, sometimes you can't listen to other people and their opinions because they're just going based off their life experience. Yes. Like they're being biased in a way. Cause they just know what they know. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, you got to pray about that, baby.
1: Pray about it. <laughs> <Call gray> area <laughs> Be a great area thinker. Don't be a black and white thinker. Be a gray area thinker. Because, um, when I had my wreck, it was like a big part to where, you know, they were like, well, you won't walk. Like, you won't have crushes for like a year. I was on question like two and a half weeks. Then it was like, oh, you won't get the staples taken out of your leg. You know, 46 staples in my leg. They were like, oh, they won't come out to like four to six months. I took them out in 21 days. 20, uh, 42 stitches in my arm. They were like, they ain't going to come out till you know, three months. I'm like, I took them out 21 days. Mm-hmm.
0: Wow. You got that mindset. So it's,
1: it's, it's just about not proving doctors wrong, but. Don't tell me something from an average person because, for one, I'm not average. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't no no average mentality. So to go back and adopt to be like, oh, man, like, man, whoever took these staples out, you know, they did a great job. I'm like, I took them out. You know, he like. You took them out yourself? Yeah, I took them out myself. Yeah. A real handyman. Like, like
0: literally, staples. He a -a handyman
1: with
0: staples.
1: Yeah, it was tough. But, but it wasn't That's tough. Crazy. It was just, it was just, you See, know.
0: But you have, like, it hurt. what I like about you is. It,
1: it stung a lot. It, it did a lot <laughs> of stinging. Did it because hurt? It was, because, you know, staples, they latch behind the skin. Right. And so to be stuck behind the skin and you cut the middle and then pull the top out and pull mm. the bottom out, it's a lot of, like, stinging.
0: I don't even know so what staples like look like in your skin.
1: You right. Like, like- Paper. Huh? You sure Trying to? I, I hope I'm not, man. <laughs> it yeah. was, it was real. It was real, you know.
0: Um, what? What was real? Would you ask me?
1: You sure he's not really Superman?
0: Superman's in the building, try, y'all. His okay, daughter yeah. thinks he's. They
1: are. They crazy. are, and they, they, you know, t- when I go back and look at, it, I'm like, man, I really did do that, bro. Like, I really did sit on the couch and do that. But.
0: So, um, something I like about you is like you have a very good mindset about life, like very positive, very like no excuses. How did you always think like that? Because I do want to talk a little bit about your accident because I feel like it's a very inspiring story. So kind of just touch on that a
1: little bit. So the mindset thing is um, I wouldn't say it was always like that, but it's always been like that. Like it wasn't always like through elementary, middle school, stuff like that. You know, it wasn't that way because growing up, I was just like, we just did stuff growing up. And then high school, it really became like an unstoppable mindset. Like, you can't stop me. Like, whatever you try to do, it ain't going to stop me. But that was me building my character. Mm -hmm. So, you know, people be like, oh, when I get out the house, you know, I'm grown. You know, I'm going to start living life, whatever the case may be. I feel like you should just build it, you know, from whenever you can and whenever you realize that life is valuable. So uh, the mindset thing, you know, it's just seeing a lot of people in life that I know, like my mom and dad, for one. Um just make it like they gave no excuses. Like I never had, I never heard my parents giving an excuse as to why they couldn't do something. If my daddy wanted, it, he went and got it. Like, I don't know how he did it. Like I'm dead serious. A couple of times I saw new trucks in the driveway. I'm like, dad, how you just said, you know, you ain't had this. Like how you get these two new trucks? You know what I'm saying? So it became a thing of walk by faith, not by sight. So it's a massive form of telling yourself over and over and over. I got this mm-hmm. and not telling people you got this because people will pray against you before they pray for you. Mm. So in that sense, it became a... It became, like, it, it's legit me. Yeah. Like, I like but, it ain't no made-up mindset. I don't go home and study, like, YouTube videos to get motivation, inspiration. Mm. You know, people do that. You know, they go watch a inspiration inspirational yeah, I, video. I do that.
0: I'm not going so, I mean, to lie. I'm not to judge and me.
1: Nothing wrong with it. Nothing wrong with it. Nothing's wrong with it. Whatever I'm just gets you right, that, girl. Yeah, I'm just saying that... I never had to practice it. Yeah, but it, I'm saying it's like real, it's the real feeling. So
0: after your accident, which I mean, so people can know, like you lost your leg in a motorcycle accident. Mm-hmm. How many years ago?
1: I, it's maybe four. Four five, years? Uh, so you were here ago.
0: in Houston. I was here in Houston.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah.
0: So it happened here, and you lost mm-hmm. your leg. So, like, what happened? Because
1: so that's with crazy. But the, the whole wreck thing, um, you know. Texas has a thing called Texas 2K. It's like the Super Bowl of, like, all the fast cars, motorcycles. Like, I'm talking about million-dollar bills. Like, all the fast people come to Houston mm-hmm. and shut the interstates down. So it's one of the biggest events in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my friends run it. He uh, ran out the airport, and they raced down the airport, like, lanes in the airport. Uh, but at night is when all the street cars come out. And you, I mean, they race for $20,000 a race. Like, it, it gets a So Texas 2K is a Super Bowl of street racing, and um, we were, I love motorcycles, so I ride motorcycles one night, and I was meeting up with one of my boys named Julio, and um, ended up going down Westheimer, meeting up with some people that we knew, and then um, after we left Westheimer, we went, you know, I-10 to Bunker Hill, Mm -hmm. met some more people, and now it's like 50-some people, straight motorcycles, and then leave all the cars behind. Mm-hmm. And so we took our first um in the Bunker Hill, headed deeper into Katy. And when we were going into Katy, you know, we all got on the interstate. And when we got on the interstate, um, we all got over to the left lane and we're, you know, motorcycles they ride staggered. Mm-hmm. So it's 2 by 2 by 2 mm-hmm. all the way down, right? So imagine 50 motorcycles in the fast lane, 2 by 2 by 2 by like oh, all the way. Oh hey, Oh my god.
0: So, I oh, know my hands starting to sweat. It's
1: it's it's it's, it's very organized, right? It's, it's it's and I hate organized, but it's very organized, you know, you got the people in the front leading, people in the back, you know, they move traffic so all of us can get over at one time or whatever. So we're riding and me and my friend, you know, we go ahead of everybody like a uh, half a mile up ahead of everybody. And we break over into the slow lane because we want to exit, make a U-turn, and come back to the Marriott downtown mm-hmm. to, like, see all these Bugattis they had out there. Like, I just want to see the cars. Mm-hmm. I want to see the cars, but my bike looks nice. Mm-hmm. So um, we slow down to, like, maybe 12 miles an hour on the highway, flip up the visor, and we talking back and forth about what we want to do. And he was like, man, you know what? I want to turn my like, we're on motorcycles, and we can hear each other. So we had to have been going, like, super slow. So he was like, man, I want to turn my GoPro on and record this ride because he was like, man, there's a lot of bikes out. So I was like, cool, turn it on. So he looked down, hit the button, turned the GoPro on. And as he turned the GoPro on, you know, we started speeding up a little bit. And um, we're close to the exit. What is that? Um, I don't know the name of the exit. Like right there, right there up under 610. Yeah. And I10, so 610 and I10, that exit right there off of I10. So you can go down and make the U-turn. We're coming up on the exit, and as we're coming up, we speed up a little bit. I pull my visor down, and he pulled his visor down, and I shift up the second gear. He shift up, and when I look over at him, like, I can see his eyes through the helmet, and they're, like, big. So I, like, knew something was about to happen, but I didn't know what was happening. So he saw what was happening before I did. Like, he saw, you know, mm-hmm. the what I'm about to say before I did. Mm-hmm. So he was looking at me, and, like, eyes just big in his helmet. And so I just, you know, I just, you know, stayed in my lane, you know, keeping straight. And next thing you know, you can hear a motorcycle coming, but you can't tell where it's coming from. So instead of me, like, trying to move or look around, I just, you know, I'm keeping Stay straight. Stay straight, right. So if they, so the person is driving the other bike, they can either go around us or whatever the case may be. So me and my friend are um, in the same lane, and then all of a sudden, a bike come between us doing, like, 184. And at the time, we're doing, we went from 12 to, like, 28. Now we're at 54 miles per, miles per hour. He come through and doing 180 plus. Oh, my
0: God. Why would he do so that? he tried to come through the
1: middle, and he hit. He tried to go through the middle and swing back to the outside, and he hit me on the right side. And so he hit me on the right side, and um, the impact is what, like, it like it, him coming through so fast cut the, cut my leg off right there and threw it, like, 217 yards up the road. So it threw it up the road, and, um, and. I'm a pre planner when driving. Mm. So if something happened, my brain is already thinking, like, dump, jump, whatever. Like, I drive that way. So he hit me, and I literally see what's going on, and I throw my bike down, and I jump off the bike. Like, I throw the bike down, and I fly off the bike. And as I'm looking to the side, I'm riding right beside my my buddy. Like, I'm literally looking at him and riding like that. But I'm flying, though. So, I'm not, like, it's, it's, it was one of the weirdest experiences ever, like, I'm I'm flying an hour.
2: So many things happened so fast yeah, at one time. Yeah, and, um. So, he hits
1: you. Yeah, the guy hits me and dropped the bike, I fly off, and as I'm flying, like, my helmet, I can feel myself going down, so that means I'm going to slow down and hit something. I'm, like, I'm about to tatter the back of this car up. Whatever's in front of me, I'm going to tatter, but luckily, there was nothing in front of me. So, I hit the ground, boom. I hit the ground so hard that the impact, like, on the helmet, it cracked the helmet, like, tear off my faceplate, and I'm, like, hitting them little yellow things in the road. I'm, like, pegging them. Doom, 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 doom. And my head's, like, banging like that. So I started thinking. I'm, like, man, if it's something behind me, I need to see what's coming. So I spin myself around while I'm sliding, and I start pushing myself back to help myself slow down. And when I finally slow down and stop, I realize it's a big truck coming. Oh, fuck. So, while the big truck is coming, I don't know how my partner got off this bike, ran to me, and stopped traffic. I don't know how he did that, but come to find out, he dropped his bike because he didn't, he just forgot where he was. He dropped his bike and just took off running towards me. So he ended up stopping traffic, and um, when he made it up to me, like, I knew something was wrong. Like, I, I can tell, like, something was, like, off. But, you know, you think, like, man, I scraped up my leg. Or Wait, whatever. so
0: what? what did you hit to make your leg the dude the, the, guy the hit dude. Me. on a motorcycle another oh, motorcycle okay. hit me yeah, the, we're okay. doing 180
1: so when he hit me it cut it off right there like it cut it off so fast that like it was no blood on my motorcycle It was no blood in my pants leg it was nothing like there was no blood trace none oh my Wait, god
2: up until the end like literally
1: the whole none like at the end we found like four little spurts of blood on the side of my motorcycle why did your leg come off, off with no blood? blood. The wound yeah, it heals so fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? So it's like, it's literally like it happens so fast that the body can't react to it. Like it still think that, you know. It's just. What
0: the fuck? The That's the weird.
1: Yeah. The speed. Yeah. Immediately, like. Damn. Just like, I'm talking about Alpha though.
0: But thank God, because, oh my God, blood gushing out your leg. That
1: would have been it. I would have been out, out there shaking. It yeah. would have been a Oh
0: my gosh.
1: <laughs> so. Um, I thought it happened, you know, um, he ran up to me and like I can tell something happened and it was um I can tell it was my leg. So my leg felt like somebody literally took a thing of hot water and was just like holding my leg in this thing of hot water. Like holding it in a, That's how hot like mm. my leg was. Like it was hot, you know what oh I'm my saying? God. So like my leg being hot, I'm just like, What the fudge? So I looked down and my pants were torn and I thought I had my leg tucked behind me, you know. So I didn't see my shoe, so I was like, well, maybe a rod went through my leg, and that's why I was burning, like, didn't hit a nerve. But I jumped up real quick to go try to find my motorcycle, and when I jumped up, I was like, I can't step forward. I'm like, what the crap? Like, my pants are now just hanging down, torn. So I lay back down, and I put my, like, head <laughs> on my helmet, like this in the middle of the highway, and my friend E come up, and he, like, looked at me, and he was like, mm-hmm. I was like, Something wrong and he was like, Yeah. He was like, I don't wanna tell you yet because like it could like mess you up. I was like, bro, oh like tell god. me something wrong, tell me something wrong because like I can't do nothing about yeah. it. Like it is like stuff already happened. And he was like, Alright, he was like, he was like, nigga, your leg gone. And I was like, Stop playing. He was like, Yeah. I was like, For real? He was like, Boy, yeah. So I was like, Take my helmet off. Oh my god. so I reached up take Did you cry? No. I reached up to take my helmet off and I realized my arm was broke. So my arm from the jump from coming off the bike, when I hit the ground, like it shattered my whole elbow. So all of this is like metal up in there, uh some nonsense. My fingers were like just like like twitching a little bit, so I couldn't like really grab my helmet. So I told him to take it off. And he was like, Man, if I take it off, like if you have a concussion, it can kill you. I was like, Well if I die, I promise I won't come haunt you And he was like, Oh, you good So he took it off. So he took the helmet off and like uh, it's so crazy because it, at the moment, like people say like you see like these crazy things. I'm not joking. Like, these stars and feathers were, like, in the sky, like, like falling down. Like, it was the, like it's the craziest, prettiest image I ever saw in my life. And it's like, when I was on the ground, it was, like, God telling me, like. Nope. Like, literally, like, if you want to live, keep your, I mean, open your eyes. If you want to die, keep them closed. I'm not joking. It was the, I'm talking about the clearest day. Like, wow. if I would have kept my eyes closed. That be, was yeah. the message
2: that was just in your head.
1: And I feel like that's why I didn't bleed out. So because I opened my eyes back up. If I would have kept them closed, I feel like that would have been just blood gushing. You know what I'm saying? Ooh. Whatever the case may be. So people say, you know, whatever they want to say. But look, it's... it's it's. So
0: you I, I was, healed. How long did it take you to heal? Uh,
1: what part of healing?
0: Like until you, I don't know, I guess we're able to leave the hospital and like...
1: Well, that's the thing, you know, um, when that happened, um, I was in the hospital for 10 days. But... I went in the hospital. Let's say, like at one o'clock that night, the morning, at three o'clock, I was like standing up on one leg. So it wasn't like. So you I didn't.
0: Never, okay, well, I guess that does make
1: sense. I never had like a downtime. It yeah. only took them time in the hospital, to, like prep yeah. for surgery and stuff like that. So it took ten days to prep for surgery. So the seventh day I was in the hospital, they had surgery on my arm. The eighth day they had surgery on my leg. So I was just in the hospital. I think honestly, just running up bills. I'm dancing. So they had, you know. they had to
2: like tie it, like, like not tie it. But they had to sew your like, your leg shut, right? So
1: they, um, when it first happened, you know, it when it tore off originally, it tore below the knee. So when I hit the ground, it scratched up my knee so bad they had to cut it above the knee. Oh. So okay. it tore it off below the knee and then laid it gone. And then when they finally did surgery on it, it was so damaged that they cut it actually above the knee. So when that happened, um, then they stitched uh, my hamstring and stuff. They taped it under,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then they stapled it.
0: So how did you like mindset wise? Because some people would get depressed. Like I, I don't know how I would handle like me like losing my leg. I'm not gonna lie. I, I would be like. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know? but believe it. I, mean, I hear I hear it all the time. It's for well, like people saying, "Man, I don't know what what happened if I you know lose my leg," or "Man, I think my lady won't stay with me if I lose my leg." Mm-hmm. If you know who you are, I don't think you'll like. I don't think you'll lose yourself. You know what I'm saying? It's just the object of realizing that it happened for a reason. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because after that happened, uh, we go to Pittsburgh, and one of my boys named Xavier, we used to always joke about me having one leg. Like, Mm -hmm. he'll be like, I'll be like, let's go race cars. He'll be like, let's race race on feet. You know what I'm saying? Like, none of my friends took it easy on me, and I'm glad they did because – it showed me that they don't care, like, you know what I'm saying? They're going to treat you how you're supposed to be treating, not no handicapped individual, that's for the birds. Mm-hmm. So we go, we go to Pittsburgh, and I get a phone call, and they're like, man, X just had a wreck, and the same thing happened to X. No. Except he was in downtown Houston, hit the back of another vehicle and cut his leg open. And they had to cut him
0: from oh my you know, God. left to right. Yeah, yeah, my son is not driving motorcycles. No, no, no. It's never.
1: It can happen worse in a car. You know, I just, I, you I mean, know, yeah. people pick their battles, you know.
0: That's scary, but, um, though. Yeah, he, but that's good. That's, in, like, very inspirational that that happened to you and you know. still, like, out here, like doing your thing like you didn't let it stop you in any kind of way like you're still a good dad like despite everything and well wow, the training crazy. people like okay
1: you know be level. stuff
0: happens to people you know and somebody could be watching this you never know like yeah. somebody who you know had something similar or just something different happened to them and they're like depressed over
1: it literally 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 like people have killed themselves losing legs you know like that happened, like on a weekly basis. I hear so. No, I That's know
0: crazy. accidents in Houston.
1: Bad, bad, bad. I just had a wreck the other night. Like it was. It Wait, what? Oh my like, oh, god! You know, like like it's crazy. Okay, I baby, bored. you need to stay off the streets. No, no, okay. No, 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 no. No, no. no. <laughs> I never have a wreck or nothing like that. But the guy, uh, it was an older guy. Like pulled up. Like the light turned green. He pulled up. Like he was going through the light and slammed on the brakes. Mm. Luckily, I keep a dash cam, so it like recorded the whole thing. And they was like, "Why would you like stop like that?" Like. He didn't know where he was going. He was he went from Texas, mm-hmm. so he didn't know where he was going. He thought he was to miss his turn. Slams on the brakes. Boom. Oh lord! And it was like like I was going like seven miles per hour. So like Ballard tapped him. He was like I flipped him back of his SUV. Like it was crazy.
0: Okay. Well, we want to go ahead and wrap it up. All yeah. right. We so do long wanna... story short, he said keep your mindset. Mindset is everything. Mindset and no Period. motherfucking
2: excuses. No excuses. Okay. No excuses. no excuses. He was no. pointing out the excuses. Right, tell people where
0: no they excuses. can find no you. Excuses.
1: You can find me at the club, Paula no. no, you can uh, find me on uh, Instagram. Uh, you can uh, find me on uh, Instagram at boss underscore mentality underscore 318 or King Solomon 318. Um, you can find me at Level 1 Fitness here in Houston or you can find me. Um, yeah, you can find me. Just look yeah, for Yeah, you
0: me. can find it. Yeah. Okay, you can yeah, find
1: Yeah, you it, can find okay. me.
0: So, you guys can find the podcast on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. When's it, at,
1: enter? Like, when is
0: it um, Probably next week. Okay, cool. Mm hmm. You gonna
1: know. We're going
0: we to post this. So, at it's legally rich. Um, Instagram at Swiss V.
1: Okay, cool. cool Cami, cool.
0: go ahead. It's Cami Renee, C A M I R E N E A. Yes. On so, Instagram. y'all stay blessed and y'all stay beautiful, baby. <laughs>